A Beautiful Fiction A Good Omens Podfic Written by The Starlit Rose and read by Literarian Chapter 10 Three days had passed since Aziraphale woke up with his memories intact. Six days since the angel had returned to Warlock's life and turned it completely upside down. They had settled on a plan. To do their best to find out where Crowley was, then hopefully come up with some way to retrieve him. Neither of them admitted they had no idea how to do that. On the first day, Aziraphale checked through as many phone books as he could get his hands on, while Warlock searched through all the social media websites he could think of. MySpace, Facebook, Friendster, Tagged, and even a website that seemed perfect for demonic activity. Vampire Freaks. Google had brought no results, and neither had his Yahoo searches. Aziraphale caught him talking to himself out loud and said that if online dating was a route to temptation, Crowley could be on those sites too. He'd tried every keyword, name and alias Aziraphale and he could think of without much luck. Lists of Anthony Crowley's, Tony's and AJ's Coraline Ashtoreths, and even Raphael's. Without any better leads, the pair were utterly at a loss as to how to find him. It seemed they would need to follow a less-than-typical approach. Warlock was sent to retrieve a handful of books left at the shop on strict instructions to return without delay. It wouldn't do for heaven to see he'd been snooping around. The second day, Warlock helped read over various spellbooks Aziraphale had procured from the shop, but had found the entire process unhelpful, as he had absolutely no clue what to search for. He'd gone out and purchased enough sweets to last them a month in a stress-induced haze. On the third day, finally recovered from their binge on wine gums and aero bars, Aziraphale and Warlock had given up on research and had gotten well and truly sloshed by mid-afternoon. Aziraphale glanced at the young man laid across the sofa, his arm slung over his face and sighed. <sighs> We're not going to find him. It's too much world. Too big. Big oceans, too. Warlock nodded uneasily. He'd never been one for drinking, and between the quality of drink and the amount he'd consumed, it would be quite the hangover when he came to. Mongray, he mumbled. Zirafal, do the hell and make pizza? The good can't, you know? No. 
Warlock waved his hand in the shape of a circle. The wrong kind with garlic, he hiccuped. Ah, all right. Aziraphale nodded and snapped his fingers. Across town, an order for food appeared with an address for delivery that was technically out of their range. Forty-five minutes later, Warlock had begun to sober up to a point where he was steady on his feet. His stomach was growling and the wait for their food had been unbearable. He mumbled, grumbled and even sobbed at one point, mistaking his cell phone vibrating for the buzzer that should have signaled lunch. Aziraphale had touched it and pressed a glass of water into his hands while doing his best to soothe his young friend. Between waiting for the food to arrive and careful sips of the too full glass, an idea began to form. He kept returning to the conversation they'd had earlier, trying to grasp an idea but unable to make the connection. He absently accepted a plate from Aziraphale and he'd been happily eating when the wires connected. What about the real Antichrist? asked Warlock between bites of garlic bread. Aziraphale chewed thoughtfully. What about him, dear? You said you, you needed another angel. What about him? The angel set his slice down on the plate in thought, then nodded. It could work. But I haven't seen him since he was eleven. There is a good chance he won't help us or can't. Adam Young, you said? Not exactly an unusual name. What did he look like anyway? Curly hair, seemed intelligent, adorable child, really, he replied, then happily popped an olive in his mouth. Friends were something else, too. Defeated the four horsemen. He pursed his lips mid-chew. Horse people. One had my sword. Can you believe it? What's people doing with your sword anyway? Warlock asked. Aziraphale wrinkled his nose, mumbling. Starting wars, apparently. That's dumb. Warlock answered lamely. Very. Adam and his friends were very put out by the horse people. Warlock nodded. The room was still spinning slightly and he nearly fell over when he reached for his laptop. He fumbled with the lid, then opened his browser and began typing away. Where was Adam from? Aziraphale paused mid-bite. Tadfield, delightful place when the world isn't ending. You were born there too, actually. Satanic nuns as midwives. Can you believe such a thing? Warlock frowned, then shrugged, scrolling down the results. How many Adam Youngs lived in England? He paused on a picture. 
the location was right and the man certainly had curly hair. He was handsome like an old Hollywood actor with an easy smile and piercing, knowing eyes. Hey, Aziraphale, this is him. The angel glanced at the screen, made an effort to focus and nodded. It's him. He sat his plate down and moved towards Warlock. Are there any more pictures? he asked curiously. He nodded, scrolling through the pictures he'd posted. He has a cute dog. That, my dear Warlock, is a hellhound. I suppose he is as long-lived as his master. Warlock winced. I thought hellhounds would be bigger. Not always. Do you remember Rover? He did remember Rover. The thing was a menace, all teeth and snapping jaws. Rover was the sole reason he hated dogs. He grimaced. Yeah, I remember. Ah, it seems the plan worked. Just not on the right boy. He was a bit snippy. Warlock glared. So, can you contact him through this book of faces? Warlock snapped his head towards the angel. It's Facebook, Aziraphale. We've gone over this. Aziraphale raised an eyebrow at him and grinned teasingly. Facebook, of course. The man sniggered and elbowed the angel, shaking his head. I'll send him a friend request and a message with my phone number to call. We'll see if he responds. Aziraphale nodded. Thank you, dear. Warlock had fallen into an uneasy rest while Aziraphale sat watch in the tiny living room that had been his home for the past four days. He'd been obsessively checking the phone and computer for any sign Adam had been in contact. Eventually, he put the electronics away and began to flip through a well-loved copy of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. It brought a smile to Aziraphale's face. The novel had been a gift from him when Warlock was just seven. The next day brought a call from Adam Young. After an awkward greeting between Adam and Warlock, Aziraphale spoke with him for a while on Warlock's phone. Warlock tried his best to hear what was being said without being too obvious, but Aziraphale kept chewing him away with a pointed look. Goodbye, Adam. I look forward to seeing you shortly. Of course. Goodbye. Aziraphale closed the phone and set it on the table. He should be here this afternoon. Warlock nodded panic rising at the thought of the Antichrist visiting his shabby little flat. He drummed his fingers on the table, a nervous tick he'd picked up from Nanny while he chewed on his lip. Warlock, 
What's the matter? What if he decides to do something? He could hurt us, Aziraphale. The Antichrist is the son of Satan, destroyer of worlds. He's really just going to come have a chat over tea and biscuits. Aziraphale frowned. He was a very nice boy when I met him before. Besides, he worked quite hard to keep the world from ending and denounced his infernal father. And he was very polite over the phone just now. If he's the Antichrist, what exactly does that mean? You said he has powers, or at least he did? Aziraphale nodded. Then what is he? He can't be human. Not exactly. I suppose he would be a Nephilim, or perhaps not, he's different. Human, but infernal. The son of Satan, but also the culmination of humanity in all its worst and best. Thankfully, he grew up in an abnormally normal environment. In the end, he made the choice to side with humanity. Warlock frowned. Can we really trust him, Aziraphale? What if he's working for them? Aziraphale shrugged. I truly don't believe he is, Warlock. Warlock nodded as he bit his lip nervously. Aziraphale? Hmm? asked the angel. You said he grew up in a normal environment. A human family? I did. Does that mean... He swallowed. You thought R wouldn't have made the same choice? He asked, hurt, lacing his words. Aziraphale looked away. We had hoped you would. You could be quite the hellion as a child, you know. Truthfully, Crowley had been relieved when we realized it wasn't you. You know he cared for you quite a bit. He was so terribly proud of you, went on for hours when you learned to ride a bike, burst with pride the first time you stepped on a spider. Warlock smiled at the memory. The day he'd learned to ride his bike had been a memory that he kept close to his heart. He'd fallen several times. The bike had been a gift for his eighth birthday and his father had promised to teach him. Warlock had waited nearly a month, asking his father every day before getting on it to teach himself. Nanny had only watched him fall once before stepping in and holding the bike upright until he got it right. She'd taken him for ice cream in her old Bentley that afternoon as a reward. Mr. Francis had joined them to eat his own Sunday and Nanny's too. Warlock glanced up at Aziraphale. Regardless of what happened, he'd do his best to find his old nanny. 
He'd never been in love, but if someone did to him what had been done to Aziraphale and Nanny, he'd hope someone would help him find his way back. So, when will he get here? 